Good horse, but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Dear racing fans, your friends at Los Alamitos Racecourse thank you, the wonderful thoroughbred L.A. listeners, for your continued support and wish you the happiest of holiday seasons and a Merry Christmas. We can't wait to ring in the new year with the best of quarter horse racing. Los Alamitos' next opening night is set for Saturday, December 30th. The opening program will feature the Holiday Handicap, plus our popular $10,000 Pick 6 promo returns this winter. We'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Also, our congratulations to our meet's leading riders. Cruz Mendez, Edgar Pieres, and Ricardo Ramirez. Leading trainers, Jose Flores, Angela Aquino, and Jesus Aranga. And leading owners, Ed Allred, Aquino, Aranga, and Battleborn Racing. And while we're closed for live racing, we'll be open for daytime simulcasting, including the big opening day program at Santa Anita on Tuesday, December 26th. For Vessels Club reservations, call 714-820-2681. Ring in the new year. Opening night of our live meet is Saturday, December 30th. Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Okay, welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this day before the day before Christmas. Of course, uh, Christmas Eve is tomorrow. Christmas Day will be Monday. Santa Anita opens on Tuesday, and this is our final show until that Tuesday show. So we want to wish everybody a happy holiday right off the bat here at the Race Day Las Vegas radio program. We come to you live and direct from the South Point Studios at the South Point Hotel Casino right here on the Strip in Las Vegas. And, of course, uh, everything is nice and calm before the storm, I guess, because right after you finish opening those presents and eating that Christmas dinner, people are going to flock to Las Vegas, Nevada, for the celebration of the new year. But that is yet to come. We welcome you to this Friday show, coming to you, of course, from Las Vegas and over the viewing of the South Point TV Studios website and uh, certainly at YouTube. Go to YouTube. Go to South Point Studio, hit subscribe, and you can see this show just like everybody's doing right now that's already subscribed. So welcome to the show. We welcome all of our listeners here in Las Vegas at our uh, radio studio station at uh, Sports Talk 1400 AM and 107.1 FM. And, of course, 
all of the other streaming platforms that we have, like our streaming at our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. You got your iPhone and your Android with the apps, the KSHP apps that you can listen to us, and, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting as well, plus all of the great streaming here from the South Point Studios as well. So however, wherever you get us, welcome to the show, and a happy holiday to you all. Now, before we get started with uh, getting ready for Christmas and all that, we got to get ready for some uh, racing, that's for sure. Hey, our handicappers helped us out with a little bit of uh, cash for uh, late shopping and stocking stuffing yesterday at Gulfstream Park. Now, here's the deal. Remember, we were talking about the mandatory payoff and the big carryover in the pick six at Gulfstream Park that was going to happen today. Today is a mandatory payoff. It's still a mandatory payoff today at Gulfstream. But uh, that big jackpot carryover blew up in the last race when a $14.60 horse won and somebody had the only single ticket in the jackpot and grabbed it all of $324,724.16. Yeah. One went down yesterday. And so there is a mandatory payoff today, but the mandatory payoff today is only with the uh, handle that is uh, generated today in the pool. But it is going today, still a mandatory payoff. But one winner circumvented a big, big carryover for today and a mandatory payoff there. Want to thank Jonathan Nardoon and John Lendo for a Sirocco play yesterday. They both landed in the seventh race yesterday. John Lendo gave out picking up the pennies. Jonathan Hardin came out black belt, and in the end, picking up the pennies, prevailed to win for Edgar Zayas, paying $8.80. Jonathan Source was a clear-cut second, and so the Sirocco exacta box for a dollar. The dollar exacta paid $24.30. Thanks so much, guys, for that. And Rich Ang's selection at Gulfstream, his horse ran second as well. So they were both uh, live horses yesterday, live picks at Gulfstream Park, but uh, the big jackpot went down. One winner. And let's see the prices. Uh, 1140, 680, 1420, 880, 2420, and then the 1460. Those uh, were the combinations of the payoffs of the horses, and uh, somebody put it all together 324,724 and 16 pennies to boot. Congratulations to that person. That person's Christmas present came a couple of days early, that's for sure. All right, on today we have uh, a big racing day out at the fairgrounds. Uh, they've got, uh, I think, eight, nine stakes races there. We'll get into it with uh, Jonathan Ardoon. He has a special sheet for uh, the fairgrounds today. Also, Gulfstream Park has uh, some stakes races as well. Looking at the weather, well, I can tell you this. When we left the, the studio yesterday, the rains finally came here in southern Nevada and here in Las Vegas, and it poured. Uh, we had a lot of rain come through here. And it uh, went into the wee hours of this morning. It cleared out late in the afternoon. They can't, another batch came through, and then, uh, but it's all behind us now. And now we got clear weather for the rest of uh, the holiday weekend here in Las Vegas. Right now it's 43 degrees here, 64. We're going to top out at 64 today here in Las Vegas. And that storm is going to make its way and move across country. Now it's uh, right about in the Central Plains area, but it's going to move across country into the East Coast before it's finally done on the contiguous 48, so we'll wait and see about the uh, track conditions in the upcoming days. I want to remind everybody, tomorrow we will not have a show, but there are two racetracks that will be racing tomorrow. They're both in Florida. They'll be Gulfstream and Tampa Bay. Gulfstream and Tampa Bay will race tomorrow, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Books are closed. Everybody's going to be opening their presents uh, with family and friends. And then, of course, the day after Christmas, big day, opening day at Santa Anita. We're going to preview uh, the Santa Anita Stakes races on that opening day with John Lindo a little bit later on in the program. Uh, 74 right now in Miami, 46 in New York. Uh, Chicago, let's see what that is. Uh, Chicago is, uh, I believe, oh, they didn't check in. Cincinnati, 50 degrees. L.A., 64. And, of course, uh, in Los Angeles, no racing today, uh, so not that much. But I can tell you this. With all the rain that went through Southern California, John was mentioning this uh, yesterday, they say they suspended training for these horses on the uh, the racetrack for a couple of days. The track's been sealed, and no training or racing on sealed racetracks anymore in Southern California. So they're waiting to open up the track and get some uh, galloping going again. But uh, so far, a couple of days because of the rain, no training. And that is why... 
they're installing the synthetic racetrack on the surface of the training track. So when these things happen, horses can continue to train on the training track on the synthetic racetrack. Now, the latest out of Santa Anita says that synthetic racetrack will be in place and ready to go sometime in January. It wasn't over this weekend, so some of the horses did not have training for a couple of days at Santa Anita. We'll see how that affects not only opening day racing there, but uh, we'll get uh, the latest from John Lindo. Rich Angle will be along with us with a, a football pick, and he has another simul, uh, simulcasting uh, selection sheet on the Race Day Las Vegas uh, website that features four racetracks uh, today, so you might want to check that out. So with us, Jonathan Hardoon, Rich Ang, John Lindo, and Jerry J. with his uh, final segment of his thoughts about betting strategies, etc. And, of course, your racing menu yet to come. So without any further ado, we'll get to our first break. Reminding you, no show tomorrow. We'll be back on Tuesday with a special Tuesday show for opening day at Santa Anita and the resumption of racing at places like Aqueduct, Oaklawn, etc. And we'll roll right through New Year's Day, January 1st. So stay with us. South Point Studio at YouTube. Hit subscribe. We'll be back right after this. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Las Vegas for this almost New Year uh, Christmas Eve, I should say. Well, it's almost New Year's Eve, too, about uh, eight days from now. But uh, we are going to have, of course, our last show today. And, of course, uh, tomorrow we'll be off wrapping presents or doing something for sure. Let's go to the race day menu for today. Uh, reminding everybody, as we always do every day, that the first post times we broadcast on this racing menu uh, features the first post times in the Pacific time zone. So if you're listening here in Las Vegas uh, at our radio stations, Sports Talk 1400 AM or 107.1 FM or a- any uh, any other way you do it here in the local time zone, uh, these will be the first post times that roll out in our race books today. If you're uh, listening, of course, worldwide on all the other platforms that we uh, told you about the uh, top of the show, including South Point Studio at YouTube, and you're not in the uh, Pacific time zone, adjust to the Pacific time zone, and uh, you won't miss anything like I uh, miss mom and dad. Okay, so here's the menu for today. First post times are Pacific. We begin with Gulfstream Park. Big day of racing there. Could have been a bigger day, but uh, you know what happened with that carryover. But uh, you do have a mandatory payoff. Mandatory payoff in the uh, pick six today. Whatever money goes into the pool is still going to be paid off, so the jackpot is off. Best tickets are going to win whatever's played into it today. You have 11 races at Gulfstream, four stakes races. They are in a row. They begin in the eighth race with $125,000 Tropical Park Oaks for three-year-old fillies on the turf at a mile in 16th. A field of 13 before any scratches. Wide open event. The favorite at 3-1 to one is Cairo Consort with Ired Ortiz Jr. aboard. Ninth race, the $125,000 grade three sugar swirl, six furlongs, fillies and mares, three-year-olds and up, eight go to the post in that one. It's a wide-open affair, too. The morning line favorite in that one at lukewarm uh, is at uh, three to uh, three to one, and that is Intrepid Daydream with Tyler Gaffleone aboard. Then the $125,000 grade three Mr. Prospector stakes at seven furlongs for three-year-olds and up, a field of nine before scratches. Five to two favorite there is uh, Stabilius with a... Uh, Junior Alvarado aboard. 
And then the 11th race, the final on the day, and the 4th uh, and the 4 stakes races is the $125,000 Tropical Park Derby at a mile and 16th on the turf for three-year-olds. Uh, and uh, 14 go in the race. And the uh, lukewarm, I mean, uh, favorite is Ohana Honor. Ohana Honor, 3-1 to one with Tyler Gaffley on board. This is the final derby of the year for these three-year-olds. There'll be four-year-olds in a couple of, uh, well, about uh, eight days or so. Anyhow, that's the Tropical Park Derby, the 11th race on the card. So you have 11 races. First post time is 9-10. And remember that uh, Gulfstream Park, well, they hit the biggie yesterday. So mandatory payoff still, though, for today. All right, then we go to Laurel Park. Laurel Park has a pick six jackpot carryover, $5,483. They've got nine races, and four of them are stakes races. They're all $100,000 stakes races. They begin with the Willa on the Move Stakes. That's the fourth on the card. Six and a half furlongs, Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up. A field of six, even money favorite is Headland, seven to, seven to five second choice. Apple Pickett in the sixth Philly Mare field. Then you have the sixth race, the $100,000 Dave's Friend, six furlongs, three-year-olds and up, a field of 12 before scratches. And the uh, favorite in this race at 72 is stage left. The seventh race is the Carousel Stakes at a mile and one-eighth for Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up, just a field of six. This six-pack sees favoritism going between Hybrid Eclipse at seven to five and Saddle Up Jesse at eight to five. And then the eighth race is the Robert Manfuso Stakes, a mile and 16th. Three-year-olds and up, a field of eight. And in this race, your two-to-one favorite is uh, Off Lake Cool. That's the nine races today at Laurel Park. Again, Laurel Park uh, has a pick-six jackpot, $5,483. First post time is at 9.25. Tampa Bay is next. They've got nine races today at Tampa Bay. Uh, they have a pick-six jackpot carryover, $12,275, a super-high five carryover, a regular super high five carryover, $8,914, nine races in the first post time of 9.30. Then we get to the fairgrounds, big day in New Orleans, 12 races, eight of them are stakes races. They'll roll out like this. The Blushing KD will be the third. The Sugar Bowl stakes will be the fourth. Then you go to the seventh race. The Latier Memorial will be the seventh. The Richard R. Scherer Memorial will be the eighth. The Untappable stakes will be the ninth. The Buddy D. Liberto the tenth. The Tenacious Stakes, the 11th and the 12th and final, will be the gun runner. We'll go over these stakes races with Jonathan Hardoon in just a moment. 12 races, 8 stakes races, first post time, 10 a.m. at the fairgrounds. They have a regular pick six carryover, not a, a jackpot, a regular pick six carryover at fairgrounds today. $10,775, first post time fairgrounds is at 10 a.m. And then we wrap it up with just uh, the uh, short menu of races today with Turfway Park. They have nine races, and Turfway Park has a first post time of 2.55, 2.55 at Turfway today. And that is your racing menu for today on this Saturday. Kind of a light Saturday, but we understand that because, of course, tomorrow is uh, Christmas Eve and then Christmas on Monday. All right, let's bring in Jonathan Ardoon. Jonathan, put a smile on your face, buddy. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm doing fine, my man. Uh, we got uh, a lot of rain went through here, but um, really will not be affecting any uh, racing in the su southern sector here because uh, we don't get started with racing at San Anita till Tuesday and Los Al's not running. But uh, I think that is going to start making its way across the country. And, uh, you know, when it gets to places uh, like you're at in New York, it might turn to snow. Well, we're looking for snow. We haven't had snow here in a while, but it gets cold, but no snow yet and no snow this season yet. So that's interesting. What about that uh, that one ticket that uh, blew up the uh, carryover in the in the mandatory today at Gulfstream, huh? You know, it was amazing. The highest price was a $24 horse. Yeah. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah. It, it, usually, if you're going to get an only, you'll have a couple of $50 horses, something to shake it up. One twenty-four dollar horse. That was the highest price. You did beat some short price favorites along the way, I guess, which people may have singled. So that's what uh, the result was. But boy, if you hit it, good job, and uh, you really got lucky because uh, usually with those payoffs, you're going to have more than one winning ticket. You know, John, Jonathan, I, I've learned, I think now, as uh, these mandatory days become more prevalent with these carryovers, that a lot of guys take a big shot the day before trying to knock it down, the single ticket, and, and it happened yesterday. 
Yeah, it happened about 10 years ago. It was the first time it actually happened, that Gulfstream. It was hit by somebody that was wealthy in his own right. He owned that that phone jack company or whatever it was. It it ended up he was an only, and he hit it uh, like the day before, and it paid a couple of million dollars. And after that, everyone was trying to hit it the day before. Turns out the guy hit it, and unfortunately for him, passed away about four months after he hit it. But he was the first one to do it, and uh, since then, people have been trying to do it, and it makes sense. Well, uh, let's hope that the person who hit it yesterday enjoys spending every <laughs> every dime life. of it. Yeah, and has a long life for sure. That's okay. But uh, now we move to fairgrounds. Big day of racing at fairgrounds today. I mean, come on. You got eight stakes races over 12 races. I know you did a sheet. And what we will do is do a real thumbnail, just oversight of uh, the stakes races, and then we'll get your selections. The uh, first one up, third race, is the Blushing KD for the Phillies and Mares on the turf. It's a short field. I kind of lean towards the five-horse Yankee dollar, a a four-year-old filly from the Marcos Vitale barn. This horse is is listed at six to one, and she's as fast or faster than anything else in the race. At the price, in my opinion, she's the right horse to be king. All right, and then it's the uh, Sugar Bowl stakes for two-year-olds at six furlongs. Of course, the Sugar Bowl is uh, their big uh, college football game down there in the the big dome there. Uh, they have uh, six in the field, and you got two horses that are going to bang for favorite between uh, Agu, uh, I guess, uh, Ago and uh, Legalize. Yeah, I give the edge to Legalize. She ran, he ran super last time out for Sherry DeVoe and only his second career start. You know, if he repeats that race, he's going to be ultra tough. He's got some time from the race. He's worked uh, twice since that race. And uh, Sherry DeVoe off to a good start at Fairgrounds. And, you know, uh, the uh, fifth and sixth races are going to be two races for two-year-old maidens. Uh, at one at, uh, on the main track at the mile and 16th, the other one at the mile and 8th on the turf. I guess this will be highlighting some of the more uh, prominent two-year-olds on the card there. And then we go to the seventh race, the left area, Memorial. Six furlongs for two-year-old fillies, and it uh, looks like a pretty wide-open affair. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, the number five horse in here, Twirl Around, I think is going to be tough. Uh, again, Another. these are lightly raced horses, so obviously... Uh, most of them have a bright future ahead of them if they're running in these stake races and they're highly regarded. So you never know how good a horse is, you know, especially early in the career. Horses have a right to make big forward moves. But that being said, twirl around uh, two starts, and uh, he's, she's actually run very well in both of them for trainer Greg Foley, who does a terrific job with young horses. All right. Uh, the eighth race is the Richard R. Scherer Memorial, but I see that you have your selection there. So we're going to skip that race and move uh, to the Untappable, which is the ninth race on the card for two-year-old fillies. And in this race, uh, this looks wide open, too. Out of the six horses in the field, the morning line maker doesn't have one horse at all in double digits. So it looks like a very competitive and well-balanced. Yeah, and Brad Cox holds the cards here with the top and bottom horse. He has Alpine Princess and West Omaha. I think Alpine Princess is the better of the two. Alpine Princess has already been a a distance of ground. Her last two races were both run going long at a mile and a 16th. So I think that's going to give her an edge. And the fact that she's drawing the rail, she gets a slight edge. But uh, the five horse... Legend Dima from Phil Bauer, who does an amazing job, and the six, West Omaha, they're going to have to beat Alpine Princess, and I don't know if they can. And, of course, his main man, Florent Garot, aboard that one there from the rail. Then we go to the 10th race, the Buddy D. Liberto stakes at a mile and 16th on the turf for three-year-olds and up, and this is an overflow field, so we get we might get a scratch or two in this one, but it's wide open. It is, and I like a price horse in here, Ralph. Number seven, Street Ready. This is a six-year-old gelding who was claimed out of his last race by trainer Mike Maker. He does a terrific job when he claims these older horses and puts them on the turf and runs them long, and that's the case. This horse was claimed back on September 23rd. Uh, He obviously freshened him up and pointed him for this spot, and at 10 to 1, he's got plenty of old numbers to go back to. Number seven, street ready, 10 to 1 on the morning line, I think is a pretty good play. Wow, a 10 to 1. you got to take a shot with them. Corey Lannery aboard that one as well and gets, uh, a, well, really a, kind of a middle post in the field of 13. So uh, we'll uh, expect a kind of a nice trip in the Buddy D. Liberto there for the seven horse. Hope she's uh, street ready and ready for the races, that's for sure. The 11th race is the Tenacious for three-year-olds and up at a mile and 16th. They have eight in this one. And again, uh, it looks like a wide-open affair. 
Another good betting race, number seven, Pioneer of Medina. Last time out, he was making his first starts since being transferred from the Todd Pletcher barn to the Brad Cox barn. Obviously, something went wrong. He got beat 21 lengths. I would draw a line through that race. Previous races, all good enough to get the job done. Not only that, his last race, he was making his first start in a long, off of a long layoff. Number six, five-star general has a shot at five to one. And uh, But I like uh, the seven pioneer of Medina, I think, gets the edge. But you should use two horses in there if you're going deeper with uh, number six, five-star general. All right. The ten, uh, the 12th race is uh, kind of like the feature race of all the stakes races today because this is a race for two-year-olds. That will be three-year-olds in about eight, nine days when we uh, turn the page to next year. But it does hold 10 points in the Kentucky Derby leaderboard uh, list. And so this uh, does mean something to some of these horses, certainly uh, their connections as well. It's a mile and 16 for the two-year-olds. Eight go to the post in this one. And in this race, you got Nash as the 7-5 to five favorite with Florent Garreau. What say you? Well, uh, the barn is extremely high on this horse. He's supposed to be one of the better two-year-olds. And again, Cox this year loaded like the last couple of years with uh, some serious uh, horses for the Derby. And this is going to be one of them. They like this horse. The horse ran super last time out when he stretched out for the first time. He won by 10. And, you know, if he runs anywhere near that figure, he's going to be tough. If you're looking for hookups, you could use the two, Catching Freedom, and the seven, Sneed, six with two and seven. Uh, Joel Rosario uh, there today to ride, and he's uh, aboard a horse called Risk It at five to one. You think he got a chance of being in the mix? It's a little slower. If you're looking for an Asmussen horse, the bottom horse, Track Phantom, I guess named after our friend. Uh, yeah, Dave Valento, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think he's the better of the two Asmussen horses if you're going past the Cox horse. All right, now we're going to go back to the race we uh, skipped because you're going to have your play in this race. And again, the eighth race, the Richard R. Scherer Memorial. Five and a half quick furlongs on the turf. It's a field of 11, and uh, I know you got a pick here. I do. I like the number nine horse in here, so Sue is Summer. Uh, this is a four-year-old called from the Bill Mott Barn. James Graham aboard to ride. There's a ton of early speed in this race to set things up for this horse's late run. The East Coast shippers to fairgrounds this meet on the grass have had unbelievable success. They're all running big there. They seem to like the turf course. And number nine, so Sua so Summer, nine to two on the morning line, is the first of our two radio plays in fairgrounds. All right. Race. All right. It's the fairgrounds, eighth, eighth race at fairgrounds, number nine, so Sua Summer. And James Graham, boy, I like the way he rides. He's 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 a very good value rider, uh, and especially there at the fairgrounds. Uh, James Graham aboard there. Eighth race, number nine, is uh, at fairgrounds. Is Jonathan Hardoon's pick for us at the fairgrounds? But you know, we got four stakes races at Gulfstream and a pretty nice card there, even though they don't have that big mandatory payoff uh, bucket sitting there anymore. Uh, but uh, where are we going with uh, with anything there? Let's look at the fifth race today, field of seven, but I like a 10 to one shot in here, Ralph. Number one, Toscanito. Uh, this is a five-year-old gelding who was claimed out of his last race by trainer Kelly Breen. Paco Lopez aboard to ride, and he's riding as good as anybody there. He's listed at a ridiculous 10 to one on the morning line. I like number one, Toscanito, to upset and win today's fifth race at a Gulfstream. Well, that would be a neato winner for us, wouldn't it? The one, Toscanito, the one... Paco Lopez, boy, you got you can't you leave him out of uh, racing at uh, Gulfstream, and you're you're it's at a risk, that's for sure. So we got uh, Paco on him, the one Toscanito in the fifth race at Gulfstream. Don't forget the Tropical Park Oaks, the Tropical Park Derby, the Sugar Swirl, and the Mister Prospector. All stakes races today at Gulfstream. I want to remind everybody out there that Jonathan has a full sheet for both Gulfstream and the Fairgrounds right now at uh, his website. Right, Jonathan. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Thank right. you, Ralph. Merry Christmas to you and all the listeners, and happy holidays, and we'll talk Tuesday morning. That's right. On the big day Tuesday, that's for sure. And, Jonathan, I want to wish you and yours the better half with you as well. <laughs> happy holiday. Thank you, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. All right. You got him, my man. Coming up next, Rich Hang. I'm going to probably ask him about a football pick or two, and maybe uh, Simo pick as well. He's got a Simo sheet. So don't go away. We'll be right back as we continue on this 
Saturday race day Las Vegas radio program before we turn it over to the holiday Christmas and then back day after Christmas on a special show Tuesday coming up with the opening of Santa Anita. In the meantime, South Point Studio, go to the YouTube South Point Studio and then hit subscribe. It's free. We'll be back. Want to make your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Dear racing fans, your friends at Los Alamitos Racecourse thank you, the wonderful thoroughbred L.A. listeners, for your continued support and wish you the happiest of holiday seasons and a Merry Christmas. We can't wait to ring in the new year with the best of quarter horse racing. Los Alamitos' next opening night is set for Saturday, December 30th. The opening program will feature the holiday handicap, plus our popular $10,000 Pick 6 promo returns this winter. We'll add 10000 to the Pick 6 pool on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Also, our congratulations to our meet's leading rider. Cruz Mendez, Edgar Pieres, and Ricardo Ramirez. Leading trainers, Jose Flores, Angela Aquino, and Jesus Aranga. And leading owners, Ed Allred, Aquino, Aranga, and Battleborn Racing. And while we're closed for live racing, we'll be open for daytime simulcasting, including the big opening day program at Santa Anita on Tuesday, December 26th. For Vessels Club reservations, call 714-820-2681. Ring in the new year. Opening night of our live meet is Saturday, December 30th. back on this uh, Saturday, special Saturday Race Day Las Vegas radio program coming to you live from the South Point Studios here at the South Point Hotel Casino in uh, fabulous Las Vegas. Covering racing Las Vegas style, we now go to Rich Ang, who also covers a little bit football racing style and football style as well. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralph. You know, we used to have uh, an exclusive on sports betting here in Nevada, that's changed the last few years where a lot of people can bet on sports. So uh, uh, your listeners have a chance to actually get down on these picks as we move forward. Absolutely. And it spends the, spends the same, that's for sure. You had a nice uh, pick yesterday. Didn't quite that get there. Got run down in the final strides, but the horse finished second at Gulfstream. So between you and the other two guys, uh, we made some money at uh, Gulfstream yesterday. But you know... That list of gifts gifts just keeps on growing, so we need some more cash for shopping today. What do you say, buddy? No, absolutely. This is the last day to get some uh, last-minute shopping and Christmas shopping. Let's try to pad the bankroll and maybe get some uh, spending money. Uh, two college football games today, Ralph. Well, let's go first to the Potato Bowl. 227-228 with Georgia State against Utah State. Uh, this game is being played at Boise State University, which has that blue field, which is a really odd football stadium to play games at. Utah State's really used to it because they're both members of the Mountain West Conference. And um, I, I think that the fans will travel well from uh, Utah State down to Boise. Georgia State finished the season really poorly, kind of limped into this game, uh, barely got in at 6-6. Six and six. Yeah. I like uh, Utah State minus 1.5 in the potato ball, Ralph. Uh, and then uh, as a second college football game, I mentioned this the other day, it's the Hawaii Bowl. It's later on tonight, 233-234. Coastal Carolina against San Jose State. Uh, I like San Jose State. I noticed there's minus 9.5 out there. Uh, Coastal Carolina... Uh, their All-American quarterback uh, has already transferred to NC State, and they've lost like another 15 or 16 kids to the portal. So um, I, I think they're in a tough spot against San Jose State, which is excited to actually go to Hawaii and play in this game. All right. So uh, on today's uh, College Bowl docket, you've got uh, Utah State in the uh, Potato Bowl. That's bet number 228. 
And in the uh, Hawaii Bowl, uh, late uh, start, 7.30 Pacific time, you like uh, number bet number 234, San Jose State. Uh, anything in the pros before you get your simul pick? I'm going to let the two games uh, today go, Ralph. It's uh, Bengals, Steelers, Bills, Chargers. Uh, I like the favorites, but not enough to, to really uh, give them out as picks. Okay. Uh, I do have a game tomorrow, though, uh, on Sunday the 24th. It's game 467, 468, Detroit Lions against the Minnesota Vikings. I really like the Lions at minus three as a road favorite. Uh, Jared Goff, their quarterback, seems to play really well on artificial surface and in dome stadiums. I know it's going to be loud in Minnesota, but pros handle that crowd noise with hand signals and gestures and things like that. I, I expect the Lions to, to win the tomorrow route, 467, Lions minus three over the Vikings. All right, we will not have a Sunday uh, show, so on tomorrow Sunday's uh, lineup for NFL, number 467, bet number 467, the Detroit Lions. Now, Richie, you're doing a simul uh, cast sheet uh, the last couple of days, and you have one, of course, for Gulfstream, uh, I should say, uh, for four different racetracks uh, on your simul plays. So where are we going? Well, yesterday's sheet was pretty good. I gave out five horses. Two one, yeah. two second. So you can you can work around that with vertical and horizontal. Try to make a little bit of money. Sure. Uh, let's go to uh, Tampa Bay Downs race number seven. One mile on the turf. It's a first level allowance. I like the number one horse conversing three to one in the morning line with Sammy Camacho riding for Shug McGee. This horse just graduated last time out uh, at Churchill Downs. Uh, gets a nice rail pocket trip on the turf. Should explode later out. 25 win place, two for the RI number one, conversing in race seven at Tampa. All right. Uh, Tampa Bay, race seven, number one is Rich Ang's simulcast play today. Don't forget, you can get a simul picks right now at racedaylasvegas.com websites. And just hit Richie's icon. You'll be there. Again, Richie, the racing forms for opening day Tuesday at Santa Anita should be in the race books by 10 o'clock uh, tomorrow morning if the uh, if the trucks don't break down. Yeah, I, I don't want to guarantee a, a time it'll show up, but right. if everything's normal, it'll be in the race books Sunday morning. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so people can get an advance uh, notice and do some homework on the Tuesday opening day at Santa Anita. Right. So tomorrow. You got it, my man, tomorrow morning. And, uh, of course, I want to remind everybody, uh, that, and, and you and everybody out there, have a Merry Christmas and uh, wish uh, all your presents are under the uh, tree that you like. And uh, we'll talk to you on uh, the day after Christmas on Tuesday's special show. Thanks a lot, Rich. Yeah, thank you, Ralph. I've known you for a long, long yeah. time. So uh, these times a year uh, means extra special to me, our relationship. And uh, I want to extend that to all the listeners out there, too. You got it, my man. Thanks a lot. We'll be right back right after this quick break. We got John Lindo and Jerry J to wrap up this show. Don't go away. We got some more for you. Your friends at Los Alamitos Racecourse thank you, the wonderful Thoroughbred LA listeners, for your continued support and wish you the happiest of holiday seasons and a Merry Christmas. We can't wait to ring in the new year with the best of quarter horse racing. Los Alamitos' next opening night is set for Saturday, December 30th. The opening program will feature the Holiday Handicap, plus our popular $10,000 Pick 6 promo returns this winter. We'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Also, our congratulations to our meet's leading riders, Cruz Mendez, Edgar Pieres, and Ricardo Ramirez. Leading trainers, Jose Flores, Angela Aquino, and Jesus Aranga. And leading owners, Ed Allred, Aquino, Aranga, and Battleborn Racing. And while we're closed for live racing, we'll be open for daytime simulcasting, including the big opening day program at Santa Anita on Tuesday, December 26th. For Vessels Club reservations, call 714-820-2681. Ring in the new year. Opening night of our live meet is Saturday, December 30th. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. 
Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, thank you. Uh, now we're going to get to our final two guests, John Lendo and Jerry Jake. We go to John Lendo back at his uh, usual office there uh, in Southern California. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? Eventful drive home yesterday? No, it was actually nice. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of traffic out there. Got in and out of the airport before it got nasty. So uh, back here, the sun is trying to peak out today. I think we're done with the rain. So uh, we, I, we got through the worst part of it. Hopefully, we'll be good to go for Santa Anita opening day. And that'll be Tuesday. We'll have a special Tuesday race day show. 11 a.m. First post time is 11 a.m. 11 races, and they've got uh, several stakes races. It starts out in the third race with the San Gabriel. It's uh, six horses in this race at a mile and one-eighth on the turf for three-year-olds and up, and uh, looks pretty competitive to me. Well, the prohibitive favorite is going to be Easter, who won the Sea Biscuit down at Del Mar. He, he beat a horse named Hong Kong Harry, uh, a stable mate. Both are trained by Phil D'Amato. Hong Kong Harry will skip this race, and that looks like it makes Easter a prohibitive favorite. The only thing about this race, Ralph, it's a mile and eighth, and I, looked, you know, I haven't gotten into it too much yet, but mm -hmm. there isn't a whole lot of speed in here. Easter comes from off the pace. We'll have to see if maybe try, somebody tries to steal the race. Okay, and then we'll move to the fifth race, the next stakes race on the card, the American Oaks, a grade one for three-year-old fillies, going a mile and a quarter on the turf, and this will start uh, halfway up the downhill turf course and make its way across the main track and then once around the inner oval. And um, last big race for the three-year-old fillies on the turf and a field of seven in this one. Yeah, grade one, mile and a quarter in the grass for Phillies is terrific. Uh, Anna Set gets back in with her own age group. She she didn't do as well against older Phillies, but uh, against three-year-olds, she's been dynamite this year. And she ran second over this course at a mile and a quarter against the older mares during the fall meet. So I, I don't think that's going to be a problem. We have a horse coming in named Musical Mischief on the outside who might be the speed of the race. And looking at her family, there's a lot of uh, family that wants to go mile and a quarter, mile and a half. So she might like the extra distance in the, in the American Oaks. All right, John. And then we'll move to the sixth race, the San Antonio. This is part of the Santa Anita Handicap Series. It's at a mile and 16th for three-year-olds and up on the main track, a field of six in this one. And uh, some familiar names. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of familiar uh, faces like uh, Brickyard Ride, New Grange, the little boy. But the Whisper Horse, uh, no secret at all. Uh, John Sadler has a grade one winner from Argentina named Sub Sanador, uh, number five on the program, making his U.S. debut. He is trained really, really well, Ralph. We're going to see what kind of horse this is. But uh, I know the barn is extremely high on him and uh, debuting at a mile on the 16th opening day. They've got bigger plans down the line. So let's see how good this Sub Sanador is. Race number five, that's, excuse me, race number six, the San Antonio. Uh, the centerpiece of all the stakes races uh, on Tuesday will be the grade one Malibu stakes. It's seven furlongs for three-year-olds, uh, and uh, the Eclipse Award Committee tells us voters to wait until after Tuesday's Malibu before we make our final decisions on voting. And, of course, this is a field of eight, very important race for a lot of these three-year-olds. How do you see it? Well, you have to start with Bob Baffert. We're talking about the three-year-olds, and he's got three of them in here. Hajazi coming off a big win during, in an allowance race at Santa Anita during the fall, fall meet. And uh, Speedboat Beach, who we saw ran very well in the Breeders' Cup Sprint. He's the speed of the speed. And Fort Bragg cutting back to one turn. He, he's not bad around these long one-turn races. And then you have the shipper coming in from Kentucky, Ray's Kane, who won the Perryville. He was really good that day. So I think it's Bob Baffert against the shipper Ray's Kane. Uh, you've got to catch Speedboat Beach, and depending what kind of track we have opening day, if it's favoring speed, Speedboat Beach will be tough to catch. All right, the ninth race will be the, uh, the Math Santa Anita Mathis Mile, a grade two at a mile on the turf for three-year-olds. And uh, this has a field of seven and uh, looks pretty competitive again. 
Yeah, no shippers from the East Coast in this race. So we've seen most of these before. And based on the local form, I think Phil D'Amato on the grass is where you have to start. And that's Almanderas, number four here. Uh, this is a horse that I think will love a flat mile. He's got a big late kick. I think it's more effective when you cut him back like this. Uh, there is some speed in the race. So to me, you have to beat Phil D'Amato on the turf, which is nothing new in Southern California. <laughs> no kidding. Say turf, say D'Amato, and you're going to win more times than not. That's for sure. The 10th race will be the final of the stakes races on the 11th race card. And by that time, post time should be right around 3.30 Pacific time on this uh, long opening day at uh, Santa Anita. The La Brea, a grade one. And, of course, it's uh, for three-year-old fillies at seven furlongs, kind of the counterpart to the uh, Malibu. And a field of 10 in this one. Yeah, and uh, the local three-year-old fillies, they're okay. There's nothing special of the locals. I think clearly unhinged coming out of the Breeders' Cup Philly and Mare Sprint is is the best of the three-year-old fillies out here. She drew a good post, post nine out of ten. Uh, the interesting filly to me is the, the filly coming in from Kentucky, and that's Howell for trainer Brad Cox, uh, undefeated from two starts. Not as impressive winning a stakes race last time out, but the maiden win at Keeneland was super. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, the seven furlong trip is right, going to be right up her alley. Flavian Pratt rides. Uh, that's a good sign. So to me, you, again, it's another east versus west howl and, howl and clearly un, unhinged. And uh, again, we'll have to watch some more film. But uh, right now I, I'm leaning toward howl. All right. Well, we know the Linda report, the comprehensive Linda report for opening day at Santa Anita will be here at the uh, South Point free of charge exclusively at the South Point uh, race book as you have a Gulfstream sheet for today. OK, so we don't have that big carryover uh, mandatory that got knocked down yesterday, but still a, a great racing car with 11 races and four stakes races at Gulfstream. Again, the comprehensive Linda report right now here at the South Point free of charge in the race book because they love horse players. And we certainly love that winner you gave us yesterday, a couple with John, uh, Jonathan Ardoon's play, got the Sirocco Exacta home. So they, that gave us some more Christmas money. How about a win today? Let's go to race two at Gulfstream Park. In the second race today, number eight, Hammerstein. This is a horse that prepped in a dirt sprint at Keeneland in October. He has bred top and bottom to go long on turf. He shows five turf works out of that debut, stretches out on the grass today. This is what he wants to do. You've got Javier Castellano picking up the mount. I'm a little surprised the morning line of five to one, I think, is a little low. I, I think he might drift out a little bit, and I hope he does. I like number eight, Hammerstein, race number two today, Gulfstream Park. All right, you got it, John. Thanks so much. And uh, be, on behalf of everybody here, and especially me, I want to wish you and your better half and your entire family a very Merry Christmas, a happy holiday, and we'll be ready to rock and roll come Tuesday morning. Ralph, Merry Christmas to you, to Trina, everybody out there in Las Vegas, to all of our friends at the South Point. Thanks for supporting us. And uh, everybody, we'll try and come up with some winners today. And if not, we'll start again on Tuesday. You better believe it, my man. Thanks so much. All right, now, today. now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz, uh, reminding everybody that on Saturdays we get off the air uh, a couple of minutes earlier to allow for uh, the change of uh, talent here on the uh, set for the next show coming up. And now we go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. Jerry, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralph. Well, uh, this is the final day of your series of telling us uh, a little bit more educating on not only, not only picking the winners, but how to manage money, et cetera. So what are we going to talk about today? Okay, so let's do a quick recap. On the first day, we talked about improving your, your payout from a two to one to five to two or three to one by spreading the exacta, starting with the win bet overall, and then playing the, in the exacta, the, the horse that you want to win over the three or four horses you like best in different amounts. And you've got to do a little work on that. And then the second thing we talked about was because we now had a greater potential payoff, we could take a little bit of money and put the horse we like second in the exact with our with the favorite and maybe two or three other horses. So now we build frequency and meaning that we can run second and win. So out of every 10 bets, maybe we have two, three winners. Maybe we have one or two place horses and all of a sudden we're becoming winning players just doing that. The third thing we talked about yesterday was using the pick threes uh, as a way to sort of find randomness and build a win bet off of a horse by simply taking the horse you like in the first leg of the pick three and going all, all, or taking the horse you like in the first race with a big spread, maybe four or five horses to an all, 
that you felt really locked up the race. So when the horse won, you knew you were cashing. You might have to wait two races to do that. Or you can even do it in the second leg and doing an all-win, all-type play. So today we're going to talk about how you bet uh, longer shot horses, you know, maybe six or seven to ones up to 20 to ones properly um, and to improve your play. Here's the basic thing to understand about <clears throat> a 10 to one shot. A 10 to one shot will run second twice for every time it wins. Whereas that's not the case when you're betting twos and three to ones, two to ones and three to ones, they have the proper win to place ratio. But when you're getting out with longer price sources all the way out to 20 to one shots, you start to get this shift in, in frequency wherever for the amount of times they win, they will come in second more frequently. And so there you want to do your spreads like you did in the first, like we discussed in the beginning where you do it all and then you take the horses you like more and weight them, bet them more, more money on those combinations to get a bigger exact to pay out. You reverse it the same way because you're actually going to cash on the second, on the place bet more than you will on the win bet. And if you think about it this way, let's say you had a 20 to one shot and by doing this, your, your total payout was only seven to one. You would get three seven to one payouts betting 20 to one shots, which would work out to 20 or 21 to one. So you're losing nothing in value by doing this. It's rich enough in both the win and place category that you make a straight win place bet using the exact of spreading in the win position and then spreading in the place position. And this allows you to go after 15, 20, or even 30 to one shots, knowing that you're, you don't have to just win it. And so you can make a full bet, the same as you would on your two or three or four to one shots. You bet your 21, 20 to one shots the right. same amount that your bankroll allows. You don't chicken out because the, you're only winning one out of 20 times. Now you're winning three out of 20 times. All right. Uh, we, we do have to wrap it up because uh, we got to get out of here. There's a really great show coming up, Sports by the Book. And with all of the action in the bowl games, you better stay tuned, folks, right here where you're at now. On behalf of everybody here at uh, the Race Day Las Vegas radio program and me personally, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas, a Happy Holiday, however you uh, celebrate it. And we'll see you on Tuesday morning, 7 a.m. Pacific time. Go ahead and say it. Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody.